Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. This is episode 131, How to Create a Life Worth Imitating. Happy New Year. I cannot believe we are starting season four of this podcast. I want to take a moment to wish everyone a very happy, blessed, and prosperous New Year. Now, I'm not big on resolutions. Many times, New Year's resolutions are broken. This shouldn't come as a surprise because a goal without a plan is just a wish. In the past four years, I can honestly say that I've been truly crushing my goals. And that's because I create SMART goals. And so SMART is an acronym that stands for SMART, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Time-Bound. And so this is how I create my goals. And then I look for correlations within those goals. And then last but not least, I choose one word that I can easily remember that will serve as my theme for the entire year. And so, for example, when I was creating my goals for this year, I decided that my theme for 2021 was going to be the word elevate. And so I'm not going to go into detail in this episode and how I go about creating these particular goals. So be sure to check out the Hustle and Faith website for further information on how to create smart goals and to download the free Grateful Notes and Goal Setting Planner. Now, the reason I picked Elevate to be my theme for this year is because of so many situations that happened to me last year. Despite all the chaos that occurred throughout the last year, I have never been more at peace with my life. And when I say the year 2020 gave me the most peace I've ever had, I'm not saying that I didn't have any problems with people or dealing with difficult situations. What I'm saying is that none of these things defeated me or brought me down. And the reason being is because I kept reminding myself of something that my mom always said, put God first and the rest will fall into place. And what her statement means is that, We're always to pray and request God's help before we make decisions. And so in doing so, God will give us whatever we we need, whether it be strength, courage, or wisdom to get through the tough times. And so apply my mom's wisdom, along with my determination and consistency, the year 2020 turned out to be very successful. Despite all the chaos in the world, I was able to accomplish my goals mainly because I was, and still am, (laughs) very fiercely protective of my time. Negativity is a thief that not only steals your time, but it also destroys your goals. And so I protect myself from this thief by protecting my time. I don't allow anyone or anything to occupy my time unless they add value to my life. And this is one of the main reasons why I don't watch a lot of mindless TV or hang out with a lot of people. My main goal in life is to be more consistent with cultivating the talents God gave me. Focusing on this endeavor has really placed me in a position to create opportunities, not just for myself, but for others as well. And so I truly, truly, truly enjoy helping people gain the skills they need to achieve their goals. And so a comment that I've grown accustomed to hearing is, Tasha, you're so lucky. And I just smile and laugh because I know what they mean. 
However, the success I'm currently experiencing, it isn't luck. (laughs) I didn't just all of a sudden arrive with the attributes of Christ. Whenever I respond, I make sure to tell them this. I want them to know that in life we have to intentionally work towards our goals and we start by allowing Christ to lead. My success and happiness are products of many years of determination, blood, sweat, and tears. (laughs) And wait, let's not leave out trial and error and a whole lot of praying. (laughs) Throughout this process, I have developed two mottos in life. I work to live, not live to work, and that means that I have a balance in life. And second, I work down here, but I live upstairs. And so what this means is that I live a life based on God's perspective, all of which helps me to rise above the obstacles and petty people that Satan sends to defeat me. Now, I must admit, (laughs) it took me a while to really understand that last point. My focus was so distorted. I was trying so hard to please people that I lost complete sight of God. And eventually, I became lost. And with that said, this is why I don't base my time and energy on pleasing people because it's just another way that Satan robs us of our time. And so I put Christ first and then I proceed in living my life. My way of life, putting Christ first and everything else falls into place, has gotten me recognition at work and in my personal life. And so I was just thinking back to all the compliments that I received from work. And I never thought in a million years that anyone would be watching me, (laughs) let alone thinking that I'm worth imitating. And so I just remember one of the compliments I received from one of my coworkers that stood out in particular. She explained to me, I just got through presenting, And she explained to me that she loved my presentation style and she was taking notes (laughs) on how I presented. And so this person's comment reminded me that we never know who may be watching us. Now, don't get my comment twisted. We should not care about what other people think about us. But what I am saying is that we need to do our best to live live our lives in such a way that it can serve as a role model for those without someone in their corner. And so as we start this brand spanking new year, I want you to ask yourself, are you creating a life worth imitating? Your honest response to the next five questions will help you see what type of life you are truly producing through your actions. Number one, where's my focus? So this question sounds easy enough to answer, But living it out can be entirely different matter, (laughs) especially if you say that you believe in putting Christ first. If you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, as well as trying to please people, your focus isn't on Christ. And so whenever I'm feeling defeated or unsure about things and people in my life, my mom would always ask me, Tasha, where is your focus? And although I would hastily say with Christ, (laughs) through my self-examination, I could see where I veered off course. And so I'd replace Christ with people and things around me, hence why I was feeling defeated and unsure. And so as I've gotten older, my mom's advice was right. 
The only way you can win in this world is by focusing on Christ. And it took years of wavering back and forth and then essentially having my life fall apart before I really, really took her advice seriously. And it was at that point, I had nothing to lose. And so I decided to listen to my mom and put Christ first. And so my mom's comments and many more Bible studies, which we still have to this day, is why I'm on fire with crushing my goals. And it's all because I shifted my focus to the source, Christ, and stopped looking at my resources. Number two, am I looking for a blessing or am I being a blessing? And so I know this may seem like a trick question, (laughs) which is why you may immediately say, well, I'm doing both, right? Through an honest self-examination, can you really say that you're doing both? What many of us fail to realize is that when God gives you a blessing, he expects us to share it with others. And I'm confident that one of the reasons I've been so successful is because I have no problem sharing the wealth. I look back at all the dark, poor times in my life, which taught me how to share with others. And so I can understand people better because I have been there and done that. And so I'm slowly but surely (laughs) turning into my mom, (laughs) which isn't a bad thing. She's truly been a blessing to me. And now I'm paying it forward by helping others that I come in contact with. And so regardless of how hard things got, I have and always will take time out to help other people. Seeing others achieve their goals genuinely makes me happy. And if I can play a small role in providing the assistance needed to make that happen, that's just like icing on a cake for me. And so following God's rule of sharing, the wealth, is why I'm not only successful, but I'm also able to enjoy my wealth. As you know, there are a lot of rich people in this world. And yet they're miserable, mainly because they didn't get their riches or possessions, if you will, the correct way, or they're so selfish, like the rich man in the Bible in Luke 16, that they only care about themselves. And so in this particular case, you can possess wealth, but you won't enjoy it. And so a curse comes with this type of wealth, whereby the owner is miserable. And sadly, there are tons of poor people that are happier than those that are with wealth. And so we're to be a conduit. God gave us gifts and talents so they can overflow into someone else's life. And this is why I'm always looking for opportunities to help people. Success doesn't have a quota. And I'm a firm believer that if you put God first, we can all win. Number three, are you consistent? Success doesn't come overnight. (laughs) It comes from building habits and routines that will position you mentally as well as physically with whatever tools you need to soar above any obstacles that come your way. And this is what happened to Joshua. In Joshua 1, no one was able to stand up against him. By always putting God first, Joshua became strong and courageous, and Joshua's blessings helped him lead his people to their inheritance. Joshua stayed consistent in life because he kept his focus on God and not people. And as a result, he was a blessing for many. And in order to be consistent, we need to decide what type of life do we want to live and work toward that outcome. (laughs) 
This is why I literally end each episode of this podcast by saying, remember, if you're everything to everyone, then you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. I created this phrase many, many years ago as a reminder to myself that my opinions and decisions may cause me to make some enemies. However, if I know that I'm trying to please God and I feel like I'm doing the right thing, I could honestly care less what other people think. (laughs) If your words and actions are constantly being tossed around like waves in the sea, guess what? You'll never make it to the shore. And so we have to have a benchmark in life. Otherwise, you'll never be able to see how much you've grown. And I'm very, very, very big on keeping journals and checklists in order to help me keep track of my progress. And it's little habits like this that keep us consistent and stay the course we've carved out for ourselves. Number four, do you have peace? So in a world filled with chaos, peace is a precious gem that you must fight to obtain. And so without the attributes of Christ, life is not worth living. And this is why I make sure that I start my day by reading God's word, prayer, and exercise. This routine is how I stay sane. And I prepare myself to face the challenges that lie before me. And as someone who has spent a great deal, and I mean a great deal of their life worrying, I've learned the hard way that worrying destroys our peace and other attributes of Christ. And so worrying about a situation doesn't change anything. Worrying is a futile action that doesn't produce any fruit. And this is why the word of God constantly warns us against worrying. As a result, I've learned this technique. I literally, and and I'm serious, try this, okay? I literally make a list of pros and cons. I make my decision. I pray about it. And then I throw that list away. Again, I literally make a list of pros and cons. I make my decision. I pray about the matter. And then I throw away that list of pros and cons. So the list landing in the trash can represents me literally turning the situation over to God. And then I do my best not to worry about it anymore because it's in God's hands. Number five, are you humble? I am grateful when I receive compliments, but I am the absolute worst at taking them. Like, I'm serious. I genuinely feel uncomfortable accepting compliments, (laughs) mainly because I know it's all God and not me. If you knew the hoops I had to go through in order to get where I am today, (laughs) you would definitely know and agree that my success is due to me putting Christ first in my life. Once I made the decision to let Christ use me to further his will, my life really did a complete 360. And now... I just want to make sure that you know that I'm not one of those crazy people that's yelling like, praise Jesus, every five minutes so that I can make a spectacle of myself. But I believe in keeping my thoughts in their proper place, meaning it's all Christ. And so with this in mind, I'm a quiet yet confident person. (laughs) And so it's kind of funny. I've been told on more than one occasion that my demeanor is a mystery. So those of you who know me, you know that I'm I'm funny, I'm, you know, really outgoing, but to others that don't know me as well, you know, 
I've been told my demeanor is kind of a mystery. So being quiet, people automatically sometimes think that they can just take advantage of me. But when someone attempts to come at me crazy, they quickly realize, oh, okay, (laughs) not the one. Okay, get it. (laughs) They quickly realize that being humble doesn't mean that you're a coward. And so keep in mind that you won't always receive the accolades in life. However, when I do, I always silently say, thank you, God, because knowing that my blessings come from him and not the person who handed them to me keeps me humble. And if you keep all of the aforementioned in mind, your life will serve as a testimony to others. Your life is an advertisement. So you need to ensure that you're doing everything in your power to represent God's brand in a light that would compel others to wear him as well. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed listening to the Hustle and Faith podcast and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, donating, or making a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel store. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, then you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.